support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Hey everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal, investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between three and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. This is an outrage. I demand an investigation. You can't sell our seats. A duke has been sitting on this exchange since it was founded. We founded this exchange. It's ours. It belongs to us. Oh, my God. Mortimer, your brother's not well. We better call an ambulance. Fuck him! Now you listen to me. I want trading reopened right now. Get those brokers back in here. Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. Jay here, follow the sarcasm.com report here from the Spare Parts Studios. Happy Wednesday, everybody. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and until it gets banned, you can find me on TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's that's how this starts, Mother Dearest. Tick, TikTok? Yeah. I, th- I thought that was being banned. Weird, I don't do any weird dances. I don't do any weird dances. There's no... But you're such a good dancer. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I have to remember one thing. I'm Jewish and I'm white. All right, that's two strikes <laughs> against me. I am... There's... there's yeah. That, okay. It, Remember, okay. There's a couple things you didn't teach me how to do. We're gonna we're gonna do this. Okay. We're gonna do this. What didn't I teach you how to do? Well, number one, you did not teach me how to tip. You realize in, the, in my first few years of ignorant existence that when you sent me to get my hair cut, oh, you didn't realize that yeah, you had to. Tip. You just gave me money and said, "Here." Yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry. My privileged existence, oh. um, special ed teacher and a cop for a father. So <laughs> fucking sue me reparations. The what else? Did you me? didn't give me. Yeah. I just went and paid, and then I realized, oh wait, you're supposed to tip these people. I didn't and realize. Like, now I feel. It, yeah. It's oh. like when I tried to kiss Jen Martin in sixth grade. I felt like so, I felt like a piece of shit for the longest time. I'm sorry, Miss. I just cheated you out of at least a couple hundred bucks, and for the last couple of years because my friggin' mother didn't give me money. She didn't inform me in the world that I tip everybody. That's I, the philosophy. Uh, I do too. Yeah, and, and it's now it's more than twenty percent. And now I have the Steve Martin problem. I tip. I over tip. Uh huh. I overtip everybody. Yeah. The last time I was in an Olive Garden, I tipped somebody 50% just to spite the person I was with. Oh. So there's that. Okay. And obviously, since I only learned how to ride a bike when I was 10 years old, I think, 
Uh, I still can't really ride bikes all that well. I um, I yeah. sold my bikes. Yeah, like it hurts my knees. It hurts your knees. Yeah. Oh, so I walk. I run. I do my yoga. You but... run still? Yeah. Well, that's good. I run with the dogs, or the dogs run with me. So <laughs> you're now that is a con- that is a concern. We obviously I do have a thing on this podcast about health and wellness. Actually, a couple weeks ago, I just talked about breast cancer. Okay. Like I found an interesting topic about breast cancer, and there was vitamins and supplements and food that you could take because. Believe it or not, okay, you folks don't know, breast cancer is a legit thing. Like, that's a legit thing. It is a legit problem for ladies. Oh, you, got it. you think? And, it, and there's, there are – cancer is generally – uh, like, 90% of cancers uh, can form from glucose. But the fact is is that we can't turn back the clock. Right. If you it's... have breast cancer, you have to you have to attack that problem now. And not just through chemotherapies or whatever. You have to attack it through your nutrition. But then it's also the genetic component. Yes, and you have to be aware of that when you how you eat, how you supplement, how you exercise. Knock wood. And you yeah. yes, dear. have, what is that called? Celiac. You have celiac disease, which is a gluten intolerance. A, an yeah. actual gluten oh, intolerance. Yeah. Not like you're some actress from Hollywood no. and says, no, thank you, I don't eat bread. You have a, a legit- Oh, I eat bread, you're but one it's gluten-free. You're one of the originals, like, I can't eat that. Yeah, I've been gluten-free for over 13 years already. Thir- has it been 13 years? Yeah. Jesus Christ. 2007? Yep. I wasn't making that much money back then. Right after I retired and we moved to Florida. So how did you go down that road? Because How did I go down that road? Because here's the thing. Obviously, carbohydrate, that's, there's an argument about how it should be implemented, processed carbs, that whole thing. And I, that's super important. I bitch about it all the time. However, yours was from a different path. When, did you have I've always, okay, I've always had IBS, even since second grade. Where I would get, you know, a major stomach ache and... Yeah. Yeah. And we don't have to go into real gory details. But, um, I mean, my life was... I always ate a lot of bread. Good bread. Pasta, I love. Cakes and cookies, I love. You know? And I guess when we moved, I was eating a lot of all those things. And then all of a sudden, one day, the pain and the diarrhea and the vomiting Mm -hmm. and... The whole body aching and not being able to get out of bed. So my I was having basically like a a gluten attack. And I was miserable. I didn't know what it was. I figured it was like a flu or something like that. Yeah. So what was I treating myself with? Toast and jelly, tea, and wonton soup. So what uh, what was I doing? I was hurting myself even more. So finally, you know, I was just doing bland, bland stuff, went to the doctors, had all the blood work done, fecal sample and all that stuff, and sure enough, bingo. How long did, when you from when you decided to go to the doctors to when they actually pinpointed what they said was wrong with you? A week. A week. Oh, yeah. She, she My doctor was, she was great. So it was a, your primary care physician yep. did all the work? Yep. And diagnosed you? Yep. Okay. So a week actually is not bad. Because yeah. within a week, you're actually able to turn yourself around. And exactly. you were never a big person. No, but I... You were active, you were, you were beating the street of New York City for the right. longest time. I lost... Um, let's face it, I went from like a size 10, 12 to a size 6. And I'm still a size 6. Okay. Now, you mentioned that for the long... Yeah, obviously you had... Any... But I had the IBS as well, so... Uh, you Always? Know. Oh, oh, since second grade, as I can remember. Maybe it was first grade even. 
I've just always had that very sensitive stomach. Mm-hmm. My father had the same thing. Okay. So, but you yet through all of it, you still had the dirty water diet. You the hot dogs of New York, the pastries and everything. But yeah. Back then, you were eating the carbohydrates of 1950, 1960. Oh, absolutely! Give me a hot dog and I'm a happy but camper. And that pizza? Was a, I lived on pizza. But that was a different. That was when right just before carbohydrates and food was starting to be processed. Yeah, even more so. Right, and then obviously you moved down to when you moved down to when you moved out of out of New York. Yeah, when you moved or out to the island. Either way, like you, you started to have more symptoms. Uh, when we lived on Long Island, I had some really bad symptoms, and I didn't really tend to them. And a lot of it was, I thought, just nerves. Mm. But if, you know, your father and I went out to eat and driving on the way home, I would have to say, stop the car at a gas station. I'd have to go to the bathroom. <clears throat> really bad. And the pain and the sweats. And, oh, yeah. I've been, I've been dealing with this a long time. It was even worse in Florida the first time we moved before you were born. Yeah. Because I hated being there. So I was constantly... Not happy. And that definitely played on your, your gut. So the idea of not... So because I, I do think it's important to, I, to pinpoint like the fact that right now there's a lot of breads and pastas and some rices. Mostly rices are just simple carbs. It's simple gluten. Mm-hmm. But even some cheeses too. Oh, they have cheese. massive... They Obviously gluten is to have a, a higher yield... For mm-hmm. the crops, mm-hmm. they stuff it full of gluten mm-hmm. to the point where the amount of gluten that you ingest in a piece of bread is borderline toxic. <laughs> I would, I, I think so. But if I, you say I, you were eating like a piece of bread that was like fresh, like sourdough, that mm-hmm. was relatively normal or lower in gluten, you wouldn't have as really that much of an attack. I don't take chances because I don't want to feel. But you don't as take chances because you know there's enough products I, out there. I just, yeah, I and it's not worth going through. That pain, the feeling, the discomfort. Yeah. It's its just not worth it. And it's not healthy when your body goes through all that. And takes takes a while till you actually get your strength back. Yeah. It knocks you on your ass. Well, your body's not able to... Your body's not able to process it. Right. It's such a and you can't... Pro- and you're not eating food. It's almost like... It's <clears> almost <throat> like having a, a low dose... Uh, a micro dose of food poisoning every day. Oh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I've had that too. But, so, um, but you were you. Now the market has shifted. Not like the vegan movement. Like you are actually still able to eat breads. And I'm when I say these generic lines, I'm saying the gluten. Everything formula. I eat that is normally with gluten, I do without gluten. I read labels. I don't go anywhere. The glasses go on, <laughs> and I'm reading the labels. And I read the labels. No, I think it's. Here's the thing: is. I see it as an actual, like there is an actual issue with that because they tried to overprocess our foods to the point where it isn't healthy for you. Right. Like imagine a, imagine just like a straightforward apple and they processed the shit out of it. Like they literally took applesauce and yeah. just like pieced it together to and, the point where and, they took applesauce and made an actual apple. Right. Like, where the fuck this thing come from? Yeah, exactly. But Gross. like pasta, they've removed pretty much all... It's well, not it's most of but all the gluten from it, so you can actually have a carb. Yeah, it's like, brown rice or it's white rice. Um, a lot of corn, 
uh, pastas. Now they're making a lot of the pastas from vegetables, which I have not tried yet because I'm a, you know. But you're traditionalist. Uh, yeah, you know, give me pasta. White, it's got to be white. White, pen, white penne, white rigatoni, white <laughs> It's, it's got to be white, yeah. Right, because it, it's... And, it's not like, I mean, you're not... And you have to know how to cook it, because if you overcook it, you get mush. Right. You actually cook it, I think you cook it less. Um, sometimes more. Depends on if it's the brown rice or if it's the white rice or if it's the corn. They all have different... And you read the package and whatever it says, go by that. Because generally speaking, like if those foods that you're eating that are heavy in, heavier in gluten... It's heavier on your stomach, and it takes a while for your body to process. And I, to I take... realize I'm eating less pasta. When I make a thing of pasta, I'll realize, oh, gee, I made too much. Well, that's for tomorrow. Now, what foods that are car- – now, this is, this is important because people should consider if whatever carbohydrates are in their diet, what to take out. And to take advice from, from somebody who is gluten-free, what carbohydrates are you eating that people wouldn't realize are actually gluten-free? Like, for example, you eat rice. I love rice. And you just eat regular rice, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, basmante. Ba- oh, basmati, the jasmine rice, right? Basmante is is basmante. Jasmine is jasmine. They're two different rices. Okay. I like the basmante. I like the texture. I like the, the flavor. It's almost but nut- it's, nuttier. But at the end of the day, it's not any different than any other rice. Like as far as... White, plain Uncle Ben's or uh, minute rice? Well... Rice is rice. Pretty sure Uncle Ben just got canceled about two weeks ago. R.I.P. Uncle Ben. Oh, right. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, and I'm so upset about Aunt Jemima, but I know. She's pretty pissed off, too. I talked to her last week on via text message. (laughs) Um, So so that is one. So if you have a gluten intolerance or you're trying to, it's not, you're not making a huge shift in your life. You're still eating rice. You're just aware more of what you're eating. And is and uh, so you're not removing that from your life. It's 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 just an idea of having a sensitivity to something that has become so toxic. They yeah. put it on the shelves. It's like, oh, you like chicken? Well, here's a hungry man dinner. Oh, you want an American hamburger? Oh, Here, go to Wendy's. What I wouldn't give for good southern fried chicken. I mean, real southern fried chicken. That's the one thing that, God, I wish I could just get my teeth into. But well, why can't you? Is it because I would of the have breading? to because of the breading. Now, do they, well... I could probably, I mean, you have to do it with buttermilk and, you know, it would be different. But, you know, you try breadcrumbs and you try breadings and whatnot, and there's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of stuff out there that's gross. Well, we should probably get to some labels in a minute. Some labels that you could, like... Some of the companies that I get, excuse me. So definitely, like, start printing those out in your head and we'll spit them out on the okay. microphone a second because okay. that's like super important like when i talk about vitamins and stuff like for example if you were to go get fish oil pills at this point if you're just trying to save money because you've spent so much of your deductible and you're literally just trying to get back to basics mm-hmm. just find a fish oil and start yeah. putting it in your daily supplementation yeah vitamin d i don't give a shit where you get it just go and go to the vitamin shop or wherever. just go outside and get some fresh air and sunshine oh well, well, I, I take... i'm sorry mom we don't do common sense here <laughs> No, I have to take calcium and vitamin D. I'm a woman. I'm over 50. What are your, what's your vitamin cabinet? Give me your list. Okay. <clears throat> um, I take a multivitamin for women. I take calcium and vitamin D. Okay. I take um, B12. Yep. I take vitamin C. Okay. And then I take omeprazole, which is Prilosec. Okay. And I take dicyclamine. Like a, what, what is it like a... What is it, like a- for GERD, I have gastric reflux. Okay. That's one thing else I have. Right. Thank you, Daddy. Um, 
What's the other one? You said the last one? Dicyclamine. It's a teeny tiny little blue pill. But let me tell you, when I take that, I don't get an upset stomach. So this is all for <clears throat> stomach issues. Yeah. Well, the you, don't prilis- take an, you, don't, you take no anti-anxieties. You take- oh, yeah. I do at night. You take an anti-anxiety medication? Yeah. Because oh. I don't sleep. What do you take? I take trazodone. Why do you take that? Because um, <clears throat> when, <clears throat> excuse me, when I, we moved to Florida, I couldn't sleep because I was miserable. Oh. And I, so have you looked into other methods for that? I tried the melatonin and the valerian. Melatonin's kind of hit or miss. Yeah, uh, it wasn't working. So yeah. my doctor gave me Ambien, which worked wonderfully. Yeah. But it- then, <laughs> but then my insurance company wasn't going to cover it, so she gave me the trazodone, and the trazodone knock wood for the past thirteen years has worked fine. Well, I mean, as, as that aside, I it's would def- an anti-anxiety. Uh, it's for depression, which I guess technically I was depressed when we moved to Florida that second time on the West Coast. Yeah, when we moved to North Florida. Who the fuck Port. else wouldn't be? It's the west coast of Florida. Oh, There's nothing to do there. It was just... By the time I, you get to the I AC... hated to use the word hate. But I, I hated, hated it. it. I hated I it. I hated it. Yeah. I get to the 18th hole, I'm already ready to blow my brains out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about Florida. Oh, God. Here we go. West coast is the most... <laughs> unless you live in, like, Tampa Bay, it's one of the most miserable places. You can get a super cheap house, and there's a reason it's super cheap. It's basically the Arkansas of the South. <laughs> There's nothing to do. There's oh, nowhere to go. Not the anymore. Cops are bored. They don't. Not anymore. Yeah. It's a freaking zoo. It, it is so built up yeah. that I'm surprised it doesn't fall off the peninsula. Well, that's California. <laughs> but on the other side of that, there is the east coast of Florida. And that. Not my cup of tea. Fun. Oh, not, what? Palm Beach? Not my cup of tea. Daytona? I couldn't live there. I could. I couldn't Absolutely. live there. Absolutely. Right on the water? Yeah. Hello, Hurricane. What? Oh, I'm sorry. There's no hurricanes on the West Coast? Oh, yeah. Listen, there's a reason there's two, a quarter million Jews in Palm Beach. Oh, God. Yeah. God bless. So I know. They yeah, know. Half my family is down there. And they fortified it. You see the size of those hotels? Those are fortresses. I'm surprised the hotel I couldn't live there. I'm surprised the hotel It's too busy. Picnic. I don't like busy. What do you mean you don't like busy? I like being on the mountain. So? I like my backyard where I am now. That's not a mountain. Well, no, it's it's a swamp. You, but <laughs> mom, you can see armies from afar away. If you had if you had like a if you had a scarecrow tower in your house, you could see the British are coming. You could see them coming. <laughs> They're coming. Hide your chickens. They know. Don't but touch my chickens. The actually we have chickens. When I go take for a dog for a walk, there's chickens walking around the neighborhood. You're kidding. Yeah, they're like gang members. They allow them? I, oh wait, I guess. You're, you're not within the city limits. Or you are. Yeah. Or you are. Yeah. For are now. they allow chickens? I, I don't know. I see chickens. He's the dog sees chickens. Not at the moment, apparently. Chase, you don't see chickens. He does. He just kind of like what? What the? He's like he's in disbelief. He walks by. He goes, "What is that?" Is it walking on the ground? It has feathers. It's a chicken. It's a chicken, <laughs> and he's just like, "All right, I guess we'll just keep moving." <laughs> so, all right. So, besides that, medicate. What about pop brownies? You eat brownies, right? It's I eat brownies, gluten free. No, I mean weed, mom. We could talk about that in this podcast. Um. My body does not do well with pot. So it doesn't do well. Well, what about microdosings? I I I prefer not. Not at all. Just you. What about CBD oil? CBD oil I use. Do you use that to re- have you tried that to relax before you go to sleep at night? I use it for muscle aches and pains and crap. I mean, I wonder if you tried that before you went to sleep to see if that helps you relax. Because there's so many different types of dosing and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I know. Because I don't know. Because obviously, I'm thinking about it in a precautionary. I always think that there's always 
I try to be hopeful and optimistic that there's always an answer before the doc before getting a prescription. Yeah. I try to think like that. I yeah. know that there's in some situations before putting the revolver in your mouth that there's always a solution. Oh, don't out there. don't say that. That's said it. Too bad that. But <laughs> I I'm I'm I think like that. Like what's the, like let's get to the root of the problem before we take that route. So I don't know. I mean, but like I said, you you number one, it's. I'm comfortable with it. Mm. I have no adverse reaction. Okay. I do my blood work twice a year. Everything is good. You ever um, gone to an endocrinologist or you just do your PCP lab work? I do my usual PCP lab work, um, cholesterol and all that. What about your well, blood? Yeah. blood. Well, you're, you're, you, you, ha- you are on celiac, which means that you, have, you don't take in a lot of carbs, so your glucose is generally pretty low. Yeah, my glucose is usually... Yeah. Now, Fine. obviously, for random idiots out there, if you don't know, if you don't, if you, regardless of whether you have celiac disease, if you have a, if you don't eat a lot of carbs and, or a lot of sugars, I eat gener- a lot of sugars. Right, <laughs> that's my. Uh, You'll generally have, yeah. if, or if you burn through it and then you fast, like for example, if you stop eating at eight o'clock and you don't eat again until eight o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. that's twelve hours. That's yeah. the standard fasting lab priors. Right. So if you do After that, you're going to continuously have low blood sugar. Mm-hmm. If you have low Blood sugar. I don't mean like type 1 diabetics. We're not no, talking about that. Just low blood sugar. But I am talking about you type 2 diabetics. That just means you're lazy. But as far as F, I'm concerned, yeah. it's you do that. If you have less sugar markers in your body, uh, unless you're using them to work out or for energy purposes, you're reducing your risk of cancer. Mm-hmm. You're reducing your risk of inflammation, reducing your risk of seizures, reducing he- your risk of... I heal crash. very easily, yeah. very quickly from... Well, you're a movement-based person. person. No, you're I'm, not, an answer, you, I'm an ants in the pants. Yeah, you're not sitting around watching the news. I hope not. Not sitting around watching the news all day. You don't have a sedentary. You're always walking the dogs. You're always going for a ride. You're always doing things. You're Tending like, to the chickens. Like for Mowing example, seven acres. Like when you're... Yeah. Well, it matters. Like for example, I know. You know when they talk about football players, the ones who immediately once they stop playing playing football, they stop working out. They don't have an afterlife physic like, uh, yeah. like job wise. They fall apart, and then the their the concussion proteins in their brain kick it up a notch. The next thing you know, they can't find their way back to their house. <laughs> yeah, but the sad. ones who do have a career after football mm-hmm. generally do pretty well. They thrive. They thrive. Mm-hmm. Like for example, once you quit special ed. Uh, well, you still. Oh, have I me. was tutoring. You still have me as a son, so you never really quit special ed. <laughs> <laughs> the no. idea is, you still were tutoring. You were still doing stuff. You were still putting up with dad. You still had a lifestyle. Oh yeah, I was busy from uh, the time right. I opened my eyes to the time you I went still, to bed. You on top of that, I mean, guess to put a marker on it, you still had meaning in life. Like you still had shit to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of important. People are in the midst of their life, like thirties and forties. And they have no meaning. They're not doing anything. Well, they, yeah. and That ties into nutrition more than anything. People are at home right now and they're working from home and they're stressed out of their fuck. So it's like. Because they don't know how to take a break during the day saying, okay, you know, this is my coffee break. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to, um, I don't know, run on the treadmill for, for 10 minutes or whatever. You got to stay active. Yeah. Or between weight and your sugar levels and just your whole body, every bone joint you know you're gonna be a a cripple so your vitamin d which is a steroidal hormone which is important for or yeah like you said sun is important as well so i forgot one more thing what's the other one actinol what is actinol for osteoporosis well you're a woman over 40 so obviously that's something that you're concerned about right uh i have osteoporosis you have osteoporosis osteo and Porosis in one hip and osteopenia in the other. Mm. They're not that bad, but it um, 
kind of plays on my brain sometimes, especially when I'm at yoga and I think I'm stretching my hips a little too much. Mm. I'm just afraid, you know, something's going <laughs> to... But I have a bone density test. Um, I do my say. mammogram in October and I do my bone density in November. Now, for also people that don't know, this we're not talking about a 40-year-old a woman or 50-year-old woman. You're 70. You've lived through riots in New York City, blackouts, Florida. Blizzards. All that shit. Hurricanes. Right. So you've lived through a lot of traumas in life. You've walked a beat in several locations. All, all taught over the school East. in New York City, taught school in Florida, right. taught school in New Hampshire. And you, yeah. yeah. And you are as healthy as you were, plus or minus a couple things, than you were 20 years ago. Uh, oh, I was much in much better physical shape then. In terms of what, just because of... I had more energy. Oh, you were doing the Jane Fonda workouts, too. Well, I did some of that, yeah. but um, I... Yeah, I, I've, I've, I have to admit, I've slowed down a little. A little? Yeah. But, yeah, but you haven't been eliminated. Like, you could go back, you could go back to teaching. Do I want to? No. No, well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, imagine a me coming up now. From what I hear from all my friends is... You're so lucky to have retired. The kids now, they have no respect. They don't give a shit. The parents are pains in the asses. And it's like, it's pissing in the wind. You're babysitting. And it really has to do with parents. The parents just allow it. Oh, honey, you can eat, you have your macaroni and cheese instead of broccoli. You know, give me a break. You don't like it? Don't eat it. Go to bed. Sound familiar? I literally had to just shut up because that's getting clipped. <laughs> that is getting clipped. That is going. That right there is getting clipped and is going into a preview right there. I was like, I, I go, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. A fucking diatribe is coming right now. I need to pull back and let this happen. <laughs> well, you know, you watch a stupid commercial yeah. on TV with the mother chasing her with the broccoli and then. She, Oh, the nice uh, Anya song, and she's giving him macaroni and cheese, and the kids are eating with. Mm. Yeah, it's poor advertising. It's bullshit advertising. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. It's absolutely wrong because the parents are no longer in control of their children. Mm. And that's wrong. If you don't teach them parameters and what's right and what's wrong, and if there are no consequences, they're going to crap all over you. The kids are going to crap all over you. And, oh, where did I go wrong? I gave him so much love. You gave him... You think you, you gave enabled him them to be takers and not doers and givers. And creators. Yeah. And they're all brain dead. Oh, they walk around all day long. That's all you see. You don't see their faces. You see the tops of their heads. It's disgusting. Well, no, it is... I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm old-fashioned in that respect. How is that old-fashioned? It's, it's You're sitting it's at a dinner table, put the goddamn phone, turn it upside down. I don't want to see it. We're having conversation. I, I, you know what's <laughs> funny is there are so many people that can't even fathom that. I know. They can't. They don't understand the practice. They don't even understand how to say no. Mm -hmm. I just, this is, I mean, it is, it, you, you look at them. If you were to see this, if you were just to be the, 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 the horse fly on the wall and witness it, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be insane to uh, to comprehend this is how it is now. Yeah, and that's why kids are they're zeros. They have no ambition. Um, 
just they're out, just they're out to party out. and to be with their friends and have the latest this and the latest that. Come on, I want a kid with substance. Well, they want to see. They want to see what they want to be. What they see online, it's on TV. So they see yeah. on. Or, or, yeah, they want to keep up with the Kardashians. I'm, they want. Oh see my them. God! Why is that show even on? <laughs> Who the heck wants to watch those phony baloney people with money? They make me want to throw up. I mean. She got an ass this wide. None of her face is what it was ten years ago. Oh my god! And her husband's cuckoo. Oh, Kanye? Yeah, Kanye is. Um, he's a cat. No, he he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He he's a he's just he's he's well okay. I'm sorry. He's bipolar. So what? Yeah, exactly. Hello. I know a lot of people who are bipolar, and they live perfectly normal. Well, how are we gonna fall? How are we gonna be victim to our own? disabilities and our own issues everybody's yeah. got their own problems we all do we'll figure it out but you got to give me something in return mm-hmm. you got to help you have to help yourself you got to want to get up exactly and have a direction to go in mm-hmm. this is and eventually at the point it's like listen we want you to be a winner here's a path do you want to take it okay good are you homeless all right do you want to not be homeless anymore all right Here's some opportunities over here. Here's some opportunities over there. Right. You want to follow that path? Exactly. Do you need mental health counseling? We'll get you there. And there's so many uh, opportunities the... and hands out there to help you if you only want to. But they don't know how to accept help in many respects. Mm-hmm. They, they just either they don't trust it or something. But it, it's almost like the will was taken out of them. Yeah. I... Now, when eventually, now, don't get me wrong. Okay. The uh, the idea of helping people. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a position to help people. This is why I work with the nonprofits that I've worked with. I worked with the Southern Sudan Project. I worked with. A- I still work with HP, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a position where I have the time that I'm willing to do that. Number one, it's good content for me. Number it's two, also it allows the way me you be- were raised. And number two, it helps me be creative. Mm-hmm. And number three, yeah, it does help them out because I'm I'm a I'm shining a light on a subject. Or whatever, and it helps them out. Right. So I'm helping out animals. Number one. Mm. Yeah, most podcasts have cars, lights, and sirens going by. <laughs> but hey, you know what? It's not Los Angeles. Yeah. So the idea that I'm still helping out, I'm helping out res- dogs that are getting rescued. Oh, they're so cute. Right, they are. They're adorbs. And also the fact the the Southern <laughs> Sudan project. Yeah, that, that was a was, dire situation. That was unbelievable. Right, that podcast. So was I great. shined. So I shined a light on that. But I have, I'm in a position where I'm not being told I have to do this. I'm making the choice to help. You and when it. you're in a position where I want to yeah. do it, whether it's built into me or it grew naturally. Probably a little bit of everything. One can make the argument either way. I don't care. The fact is, is it's there and I want to do it and I have the time and the creativity and time to learn how to be creative in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, will I sit here and gloat for the next 45 minutes? Fuck yeah, why not? I deserve it. <laughs> now, but the idea I'll is, pat you on the back. But the idea is I love just stuff. To be creative. Mm-hmm. And any subject or topic, whether it's drift racing or traveling or even weddings, which I was once skeptical of, or nonprofit <laughs> yeah, stuff, we know. if it allows me to be creative and they benefit because of it, cool. Nutrition and health, cool. Like talking about you about celiac disease, to me, it's a legit thing. I and, and, I, and I see it from a perspective. Um, we can see it from different perspectives, but I see it from the perspective of food is way too processed. At the end of the day... People even without celiac disease 
can have this problem because food like Wonder Bread or whatever people is so have overly processed. A, the intolerance, they don't have the full-blown celiac where right. they really just should limit what they take. How, and I and I and also the fact that there's there's people here from other countries, they had different diets. Mm -hmm. So imagine you are from the South Sudan. Imagine you are here from Somalia. Imagine you are here from the Philippines. Different diet, different lifestyle. You come here, you now are in an office job or taking government money or you are whatever, and now you're here also on top of that eating American food. And I don't mean... Uh, you're you eating know, McDonald's. Like, I don't mean like <laughs> Angus beef and, you know, yeah. you know, Prince Edward Greens. I'm talking our flour, our processed goods. Yeah. And the next thing you know, these people have several it, health problems. Especially diabetes. Yeah, but type 2. In my supermarket. Which one? Uh, Food Lion. Okay. Okay. Um, what I've noticed, they used to have this teeny tiny section for kosher stuff. Yeah. Not Gone. there anymore? Indian, Chinese. Japanese, Philippine, mm -hmm. Spanish, and, you know, I'm looking. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember what the heck I was looking for, but it wasn't there. And I'm looking at all these different ethnicities. I'm saying, this is South Carolina. <laughs> Hello? Well, but they're this, there. This is New Hampshire. This is Manchester and they're here. And, yeah, oh, God, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. This is I, a city. I've yeah. had some of their food, which, to be honest, like South Sudan or Southern Africa or mid Central African cuisine, it tastes a lot like Jamaican food. Yeah. Oh, that's the other one. Jamaica. Actually, we have real, yeah. two really good Jamaican restaurants in town. Or you know what? You talked you talked about fried chicken earlier. Oh God! And you know, you know who makes damn good fried chicken? You. Halal. Halal. You know halal like, uh, like Arabic. Oh oh okay oh yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah yeah. Halal fried chicken is insanely delicious. What is he using as breading? Don't know. That's probably I'd probably get shot if I found out. It's good though. Oh, there could now be, don't there get me could wrong. be a lot of plants. I'm sure that a lot of made spice. into um, yeah ground up herbs ground and up. spices. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Fried chicken, like southern fried chicken and halal fried chicken, probably have some differences in their flavoring and their breading. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Both are amazingly delicious. And I'm sure the best from the West and the best from the East could probably go full, yeah. you know. I'll take a bite of this and a bite of that yeah. and I'll be happy. But there is a lot of similarities when I had, you know, South Sudanese rice or chicken or whatever. And I taste mm -hmm. a lot of, I taste a lot of Spanish. A lot. And I don't mean, like, I don't mean Mexican food. I mean, like, Spanish. Like, mm -hmm. when you say, you know, Spanish food, I taste a lot of those flavors in there. Yeah. And I taste a lot of jerk chicken and types of things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Yeah, we get it. Yes. There's a lot of similarities in all of that. Yeah. I mean, you think of some of the spices and the, they're global. I love curry. I love anything with right. curry. And I use curry all the time. Like, to, like uh, what, like curcumin and turmeric? Yeah, but gen just curry. Just plain old. Yeah. Oh, I just love the flavor. I make a uh, curried chicken salad oh, with, with apple slices and sliced grapes and walnuts. Oh, my God. That's so good. I've been doing the uh, – I go to this fresh market stand, and they have like the – it's like basically like diced up like hard carrot mix, like a coleslaw mix. <laughs> yeah. And it's got like probably sliced sliced Brussels sprouts in it too. And, and raisins. And no raisins. No raisins. But I add – but it's just the coleslaw mix. Yeah. But it's green. And I'll take that and I'll put in a, a splash of balsamic, 
and a little bit of mayo mm-hmm. and make a coleslaw. And then you take like corn nibble. Like you can take corn on the cob, shave the cob, right? Fry it up, maybe some oil or butter or whatever. And then you take the corn on the cob and you put it in the slaw and mix it up. And that's like try a, that. That's like a Spanish or and, a Mexican right. And take the yeah. and you said Mexican the Mexican section of the grocery store. Well, Badia, obviously, as you all know, Badia is one of my favorite spices. Mm-hmm. They make a hot sauce, obviously, as well. But they, if you either like Goya, makes it. It's either the it's either the green or mm-hmm. the yellow or the orange. Yeah. And it's just there that salt, I, yeah. you know, Mexican salt, basically. Well, and you put that in there as well. That goes with anything. You could put it in your meatballs with sesame oil, and you'd have a blast. I love sesame. I love the smell of it. Yeah, it's aromatic. You yeah. can put it in your peanut oh, yeah. butter and have a blast. Well, it's Thai. It's basically like Thai food. Yeah, but oh, I use, Thai food is the other one that's in the supermarket. Yeah, too. I use a lot of sesame oil on top mm. of my olive oil, and it's always in a little jar. You know, yeah, and bottle. it's like two, three bucks. You can get it for like ten bucks if you want. Yeah. So there is a lot of ways to. You haven't abandoned your lifestyle of eating what you want to eat. You still have pastries. I just, hey, I just gave every you, once in a while it's a bagel lox and cream cheese, and I'm happy. <laughs> right, but you can still eat dairy. You can still have oh, God, cheeses because yeah. a lot I, of cheeses are gluten free. They're gluten-free, but um, when you have a little bit of a cholesterol issue, you try to limit some of your hard cheeses. But I love cheese. Right. Like, But there are some cheeses, like, the the older they are, the better they are for you. Because yeah. they're aged, which means the carbohydrates age out of them. Right. So if you buy, like, American cheese, which isn't really cheese. Which okay, I- you know what? Let's take American cheese. That's not cheese. Let's take like uh, Swiss or Swiss something. cheese. Mm-hmm. That, some new, new cheeses have carbs in them. But when you go for, like, you know, the bricks... Uh, what is it, Ambrosia or Kirkland Parmesan, you know the big wheel yeah. that you pay like 800 bucks for? Yeah. Those cheeses don't have any carbs. Mm-hmm. They're better for you. The enzymes are good for digestion. Right. And they're fucking delicious. Mm. So you, I you, love cheese. You I buy a brick of that. Cheese. Yeah, you just sit there and you shave it like an idiot and you just eat all that. My, my girlfriend gave me this marble thing. I didn't know what it was. Right. And, you know. You, you slice the cheese. Yeah, with the wire. Yep. Oh, I, I think it was the coolest it, thing. Oh, I never had one like that, so oh. I thought, ooh, I could buy the cheese and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is, and it becomes, and it changes how you view the dish. Mm-hmm. There are certain things in your cupboard, <coughs> like whether it's the, uh, the, the body of salts, or it's the expensive cheese that you buy, mm-hmm. or the hot sauce that you just pour through, or the Which sesame oil, and you have those in there, mm-hmm. and it can... And it's the foundation of the method of how you cook going forward. Right. Like if anybody. It's an adventure. And like, it's. For example, we talked yeah. about meatballs. Mm-hmm. Like you have the a bit like. Queen. Before, I, before we talk meatballs, <laughs> which is important. And if I don't make meatballs, Timmy's going to shoot it's me. It's important. But before we talk about that, like you haven't. Uh, overall, since you were a kid, you haven't abandoned your diet. Like your ch- choice of food for lifestyle. You still eat pastas. You still eat pastries. You just had coffee cakes 20 minutes ago. Oh, God, that was good. Yeah. Shout out to, what the hell was her name? Shout out to Alley Cat Pastries in Chester, by the way. Thank you. It yeah. was yummy. So, um, but you're still eating pastries. You're still eating pastas. You're still eating rice. You're still having pizza as long as, as long as these things are prepared pizza. with the right dose. I've and, had gluten-free pizza this week. Yeah. Um, what else have I had that's gluten-free? You have creamers. Oh, I had pretzels. Yep. I have, oh, cookies. Finally, Pepperidge Farm has a gluten-free chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. It's so good. They're light. They're crunchy. The che- oh, you have the crunchy ones? I like the chewy ones. I like chewy ones, but this is all they had. Yeah. You know, I... Oh, okay. Yeah, it was gluten-free. Wait, I think I just had a chewy gluten-free cookie. It was like an oatmeal raisin. Um, I definitely... Um, you know oh, oatmeal raisin not my favorite. I can dig a chocolate chip. I like oatmeal for breakfast, but that's about it. I mean, I eat oatmeal. I eat grits. 
I love all that stuff for yeah, breakfast. I, like too. I have my yogurt for breakfast. I'll have some eggs. I'll make maybe a ham and ham and cheese omelet every so you once have a not moment. abandoned your diet I, I make myself waffles so- I make myself pancakes everything's gluten free you, you you just changed up where the sourcing of it is from exactly so it is po- it is possible whether you I'm are- living a perfectly normal life before I go to a restaurant I check out the menu and they have a menu for it now it's they, not like you're some aban- places it's some not places like you're having do. an impossible burger which is absolutely horrible for you you're mm-hmm. having pasta or you're having something which is as slightly all, the ingredients are a little more properly sourced, mm-hmm. which is actually a good thing. Yeah. So that's that's the important thing I'm trying to take away is you haven't aban- you have not abandoned your way of living. And you know what? Like last night when I went out to dinner with your brother, I had a hamburger, no bun, which was fine. It was a cheeseburger, had lettuce and tomato, yeah. I had uh, sweet potato fries, and they weren't fried in the same oil as. Now, sweet potato fry um, is a legit carbohydrate that bodybuilders eat as well as I do. I, I didn't but, eat a lot of them because they gave me so many. But that, they mean, are are they they're part them. of your celiac diet, right? I, I love yeah, and I they're like them. they're gluten free. Yeah, there as long go. as there's no breading or anything on them, but there is, and they're delicious. And yeah. you can mix them in cinnamon and sugar, or you can have them with plain <sighs> salt, or you can roll them in honey. They yeah, they served it with like a honey mustard. Yep. Oh, and it was, I love honey mustard anyway, So, but it was really good. The, uh, just and, so that you know, where all of my enjoyment of food comes from and how I cook in family. the kitchen, this is where it's, this is where it yeah. came from. I've missed, I, I mean, it's been 170 podcasts deep. This is where it's speckled from is from the, the infighting in the kitchen. <laughs> when the insurrections were happening, I was going in there and this one's on food. that side of the kitchen. I'm on that yeah. side of the kitchen, and he's chopping, and he, this one's baking, and that one's seasoning. And it was just you're witnessing this beautiful chaos. That's mm-hmm. what it was. It was beautiful chaos. Remember when we used to make the cheesecakes, and everybody had an assignment. Somebody yeah. was mashing the graham cracker crumbs. Somebody was mixing the cheese. Some, you know, same thing all... with the garlic. Somebody was mashing the garlic. Do you have Somebody a thing of molia the... in the fridge? No. <gasps> No, I but I do I do chop fresh garlic, and I do throw in parsley, and I do sometimes make an actual garlic mix. I always have it in the fridge. But I can tell you one thing: if we do, it goes super fast. But yes, garlic is heavy in this house. Tomato is heavy in this I house. Make Making the- our own sauces is heavy in this house. We make, and I don't make. Mo- we call it molia. We don't make garlic spreads a lot, but we I do I cook make with it brodos constantly. or sugos a lot. Okay. So supras. Bone, fat, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I make a brodo or a sugo where we where we I cook down the vegetables. Okay, and then that gets stored in the freezer because a lot of soup goes down in this house. Yeah, I bet a lot. Especially so in the I winter. always have right now <coughs> sugos and brodos in the freezer so I can pull that because when we go to the store you can buy broths, but why would you do that when you can make it? yourself You could just really make cheaply. it yourself. It's everything that you cook in the kitchen. And then you just take it and you put it in a container and you put it in the freezer. Because guess what? That's got salts, fats, uh, leftover meats in it, vegetables, mm-hmm. onions, yep. garlic. Guess what? You turn that into a soup. It's like, holy shit, my life just changed forever. And this is called depression-style cooking. It, it started is. in the 1930s. Exactly. And it stems from everyone's ethnicity. See, that's where my mother learned from her mother during the Depression. My father as well. And they could make whatever like from whatever. stone soup. You know, you make something out of nothing. That's exactly it. And we, you obviously learn what doesn't melt well. Like, for example, spinach doesn't do very well. Broccoli cuts don't I, do I very loves, well. I love spinach in everything. 
Well, I use if I'm gonna put spinach in soup, I put it after the fact. When I'm serving it, I'll put it in. And don't give me kale. Ooh. Well, I can do kale in soup, mm. and it actually I chop it up. You wouldn't have a problem with it. Well, yeah, I, like in a salad. No, thank you. Uh, we do a lot of kale in this house. Oh, full I, disclosure, I'm but uh, give me chi- give me Chinese cabbage or we, bok choy. Actually, we do a lot of arugula. A shit ton of arugula. Oh, you know what I Mixed had this green year? Greens and everything. You know what I had this year? A bump a crop of. What's that? Asparagus. I'm assuming you didn't eat it. Oh God, no! No, we I'm don't lucky have, I was we, able to pick it. We don't even have a lot of us. We don't eat a lot of asparagus. You here. have to see. I mean, my garden was just overloading and mm-hmm. coming back and coming back and coming back. So I cut it down, put it in a plastic bag, give it to my girlfriend's husband, and so he's happy as a pig. In community-based poop. gardening. I do. Expensive. I give You're away my tomatoes. I sell my eggs. So yeah, yeah, I, you know, I'm here for everybody in my little community. If they need something, you know, they they always know if they run out of eggs, they can. You You're know. producing what? Like a couple dozen eggs a week? Uh, probably about two to three. Shit. See, it's crazy. Like the amount of money you think. Think about it, how much money that is over time. Well, you have to realize that. Eggs were about $6 a dozen when this pandemic started. Right. So I was- Do you remember that day when the freaking grocery stores were lit up? Um, March 16th, March 17th. Right around St. Patrick's Day. Like, I'm just going to go in and get groceries. And I walked in and some of the stores- No toilet paper. You know what I still can't find? Rice. You still can't find rice? White. Instant white rice. Just, you know, in an emergency. Oh. But I have plenty of basmante, which I love. Wait, wait. Why would you need instant rice? I how, don't know. How busy is your fucking schedule? White rice takes no time to cook. You just make boiling water. You let it sit But sometimes like I minutes. want rice when I come home from yoga, which is at 7 o'clock at night, so I don't get home till like 7.30. You can't store it in the fridge like a human being? Oh, well, you know. You could. I, I, get, I get, you know, mom, sidetracked. Mom, what time do you get up in the morning? Between 5.30 and 6.30. Right. You, you get up like me, you get up early. I get up at 4.45 on, I don't on get up. Days. The dogs get up, and they're looking at me like this. Mommy, get up. Get up. This one <laughs> just sleeps in the bed. Yeah, well, Molly is in the bed. Maggie sometimes in the bed. Sometimes she's on the floor. Yeah. I miss my babies. So where are they right now? <clears throat> they're at my friend Babette's. Okay. They're well taken care of. And then when I come home two days later, they're leaving for Illinois, and I'm going to take their boys they oh, ha- really? What do they have? They have a dachshund, a long-haired dachshund. His name is Winston Churchill. And then they what? Ha- and then they have a name. English Spaniel. Ooh. Like, it, actually, you put River and Maggie Mae together, and you say, oh, Oreo cookie dogs. He's got a longer tail and really, really long ears. He's a sweetheart. He's such a good boy. They're both really good dogs. Mm. And they, they get along... I mean, I'm over there every Sunday anyway, football Sunday, if we're going to have football. But, um, as you, you know. tell, I don't really care about sports whatsoever. Uh, whatever. I mean, after Jeter retired, we, we do I, it. I it's, it's just our Sunday get together. It's community. It's almost like church. Yeah. We, we come, we drink, we eat, we drink, we eat, now, drink. <laughs> what do you, you can have wine. Oh, God. Yeah. There are some beers you can have. I don't drink beer, period. You never really did anyway. I never, no. I really don't. I think. I don't like three, I don't like the taste. In the past three months, I've had what three Heinekens? That's it. I don't like the taste of beer at all. You don't? Uh, I I'm not a big oh, fan. Oh, but uh, Jim got me started on this stuff. I don't know what it is, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's a hard liquor, huh. and um, it almost tastes like 
I don't know, it's like amaretto a little bit. Like De Serrano? Yeah, it's, but it isn't. But it's it's a hard liquor. It's not a You mean amaretto. like a Jim Beam type thing? Yeah, it's really... I like can't Red Stag? It's in a pretty bottle. Yeah. He's got a couple of cases of it. He's addicted to it. And he said, oh, taste it. Of course. Okay, so I tasted it. I said, ooh, I like it. Pour me one. So it's probably like a flavored whiskey or something. It's something. Because they're doing that now. Like, whiskeys have had a huge... Well, like vodka. Yeah, vodka with every fruit and vegetable. Yeah, but vodka's... <clears throat> and I don't like vodka. Vodka's just spicy water. Ugh. I mean... To me, it's rubbing alcohol. I mean, it's why... <laughs> it, it, at the end of the day, if you have a bottle of just, you know, 20 bucks or 15 bucks, it's like, all right, you got your vodka. Yeah. There's nothing special about it. Well, yeah, when they gave me the uh, alcohol wipes when I got on the plane, I opened the, the little packet and started wiping down things. I said... Whoa. <laughs> smells like, uh, you know, smells like vodka. Well, or gin or there's a lot of those uh, those hand sanitizers and wipes that are do- that are. Been, this was been, uh, been, 60% alcohol. Isopropyl? Yeah. Whatever it was, it was really, I used, really strong. I, used I mean, the whole the plane of, smelled from it. Yeah, I used, I used that to clean the windows of my Mustang. <laughs> that should have wiped the paint off my car. Yeah. You That's need you. Windex. <laughs> so... All right, so to close out the nutrition thing, you haven't had to change your lifestyle. On oh, we had to talk meatballs. Oh yeah, what about them? All right, so you want my recipe? No. Okay. No. I know that you do breadcrumbs, and you've had to kind of. I use gluten free breadcrumbs, or I use gluten free bread. Now, now we both agree the secret to a true meatball. Now, there's two two major ingredients. Number one is eggs. Number two is the meats that you use. It has to be two different meats. I use. Regular ground beef. Yep, and like eighty twenty or eighty five fifteen. Yeah. No, um, do do not go. Do not go low. Don't fat. go lower than seventy. Yeah. Well, well, that's just a ball of fat. But I'm saying like, <laughs> any. Do not go like super lean. No. Because no. then you lose the fat, which drains out, and it gives the tenderness of the meatball. Well, and then you have the ground pork. Yep. And a lot of grating cheese. A lot of Romano so you put the and gra- parmesan. You do put like I I prefer putting cheese in the meatball as well. You put cheese in there, but you like grated cheese like uh like a parmesan parmesan or, romano or romano or What's i use one? i try both asiago or uh pro uh, arricchio provolone oh yeah so yeah but those you, are more expensive oh yeah for a, for <laughs> a brick of um yeah. for a brick of kirkland's that's probably 12 15 bucks and that's probably uh, that's like the size of a lint chocolate yeah <laughs> your, your your niece loves um the arricchio open up a one of the one of those bricks. New that, Billy? Yeah. Oh, she loves that stuff. Yeah, well no, Riccio Provolone is one of them, but if you go down to South. Oh, it was oh, Asiago, maybe it was. I don't Asiago's know. delicious. Yeah. Um but the idea that so you choose a, a grated cheese. Yeah. You can do mozzarella, you can do it depends on your Mozzarella cheese. no, you can't put mozzarella in there. Sure you can. It it, it doesn't now I will it, first of all it has no flavor. It's more creamy and savory, it's, like a burrata cheese. It's no, you have to have something with flavor. It's got to give it that little kick. Okay, and yes. then you no, put no, no, in ba- you I can, put you... in basil, yeah, parsley, and, and mint. And mint. You do mint now. I put mint in it too. Okay. When I make my jar, mint super easy to grow too. Tell, tell me about it's it. It's its own weed. The original Your mint house... that I have is all the way from Long Island. Yeah, it should be called the Mojito House. Just paint yeah. the fucking thing green. Exactly, and I love mojitos. Um, the, okay, so, hold on. So, yeah, I do agree. We just were differing on cheese. If you have a cheese, put it in the meatball. Oh, absolutely. Because you'll get the oils from the cheese, the fat from the cheese, and the flavor from the cheese. Mm-hmm. 
Now, mozzarella. Mats. What the hell's the matter with me? Mozzarella. <laughs> And like burrata, which I don't know about burrata because burrata it's like a, it's like an egg. It's basically like an egg, and you crack it, and the cheese comes out. It's very different. It's a lot like ricotta, um, which you can do too. But, but you, they don't add the. They flavor. don't have the spice. They're not like yeah. if you have to. Get, if you're going to get a parmesan, do not get a bag of parmesan. You go and get a brick and, of parm and shave it yourself. or a brick of. Uh, it's specifically called ambrosia. Yeah, and grate it yourself. And you grate it, and you grate it yourself. That will put more flavor in the meatball than any salts, mm. any seasonings, any oils you could use, possibly imagine. I don't use any salt. I'll put in a you don't little ha- Yeah, you don't pepper. have to. Now, I would take... Because the cheese has plenty of salt in yeah, it. Yeah, because let's face it. I would consider like a brick of true Parmesan cheese. That in itself is its own white truffle. That oh, is its God, own yeah. white truffle because a white truffle you just nibble or at a it. black truffle. Nibble at it, have a glass of wine. Yes. Like a shaving of truffles at Lil Frankie's in New York City will probably cost you $20. Just like 12 <laughs> shavings of, of, a, of a black truffle will cost you an extra 20 bucks on top of your pizza. Oh, I know. But if you just take that ground pork and that ground beef and you mix it with ambrosia or a good sharp cheese, mm-hmm. whatever you have available in your region, Wisconsin, go fuck yourself. The idea that you can have... Um, the most flavorable of food for not a lot of money because mm-hmm. for a three four bucks you can go and get a package of ground beef that'll feed your whole ba- family mm-hmm. a package of ground pork will cost you three four bucks and you can sit there and make meatballs whatever if you have if you have a dry oregano mix fine I grab even that. Do that too i don't put a lot of oregano but it's, in, it's in my powerful. sauce right yeah i don't put it in the meatballs and then you just grab whatever <coughs> you know brick of cheese that you can grab i don't care if it's munster cheese or smoked cheddar you put that in there, and you mix that with mm. it, and then you add, if you want, a little sesame oil or olive oil, and then to keep things a little more held together, you add a specific number of eggs, and eggs are cheap, once again. So the ground beef is inexpensive. The ground pork is inexpensive. Mm. The cheese is probably your most, most expen- expensive thing. Right. Yeah, and you I, don't have to go crazy well, either. Well, I'll do like five pounds of ground beef, one pound of ground of pork. pork. That's that's uh, actually, I would usually- usually a dozen eggs. You go a dozen? Oh, hell yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how much. I keep putting the, the cheese in till I can see the consistency. You know, so it's. Fuck the Q&A. We're, mean... ending, we're ending on meatballs. So do, keep going. Do you have my recipe? No. I Well, I probably have it embedded. Actually, it's on my computer if you'd like me to send it to you. <laughs> Might as well. It's uh, it's on my secret file. Do. Do. um. Well, let me just check something here. I was like, I was about to say, are we even recording? Uh, No, we're fine. So another thing on top of that, and you got to make fresh sauce. Yeah, not gravy. It's sauce. The oh, hold on. So we have to carefully. So you do five parts ground beef to one part ground pork. Mm-hmm. What about garlic? Uh, do you put garlic in the mix? A little. A little. Because it gets the garlic from the sauce. That's true. But if you're not going, if you're going sand sauce, because remember we, yeah, used, right. we used to steal them. You steal them get... as they were coming out of the frying pan. Yep. With the piece of bread and a glass of wine. Yeah. Oh, we God, didn't care. I miss that. We didn't care. I know. We could still do it. That's oh, pretty... you know what? I do it too. Yeah. It's table wine. It was 12 bucks for a bottle of CNR Would or you... some no, fit vine. No, it's actually, it is CNR. Yep. And guess what? I still have five bottles of it. If you, whenever you come down, you can come and drink. A bottle. Or uh, if I drive up with my truck. Yeah, most likely. Because I don't drink. Can we, oh, I'm sorry. With COVID, can we smuggle that shit across the border? Or is or is that like smuggling? No, that's, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Yeah, as long um, as it's not an open bottle. Yeah, I was going to say, is like taking alcohol across the border, like taking a gun into Massachusetts. Yeah, so so yeah, you, don't, you use a little bit of garlic. We're trying to like, 
outline a method because it doesn't have to be a recipe. The idea of making your own food is a method. What are you? What's your palate comfortable with? So the idea of you use a cheese is important. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's more savory cheeses, and then there's more flavorful cheeses. I, like I stay with the parm and, and the romano. Okay, those and then two. Eggs are obviously you use a dozen, but I you're use using it. five parts ground beef. I'm using two, usually two packages, so I can you literally get but away with being you like three or four eggs. I was always making them for a family of five with a right. giant appetite, and I'm just doing it for but like now. I do it too because after I make them, and let's say I have friends over for dinner, they eat like peanuts. They eat like parakeets. I bag them, and I put like five or six meatballs in, in the freezer, in a, and and I freeze them. And when I'm in the mood, I have myself spaghetti and meatballs. I have a candle. <laughs> I have wine. I put on some music. I'm a happy camper. Jerry Vales. The no <laughs> God, that's a long story. The okay, so all right, so we have those in the ground beef and the ground pork mm-hmm. and the cheese. Okay, and of so course, we- you could always throw some really good sausage in there. Yes, and so well, I did. I did play on here once the the scene from The Godfather. Oh God! I love you with all my heart. If I don't see you again, I'm gonna die. And then he, <laughs> he brings them over and he shows them how to make the sauce. Right, which is kind of like a re- it's like a method for life. It is. Yeah. And the idea that you take, okay, so we have the cheeses, we have the garlics, we talked about the seasonings. Now, the oils are important. This is a thing. I don't about, fry them in olive oil. I fry them in regular oil. Now, that's the thing where we kind of differ. Now, here's the thing. You said you fry, you fry them in regular oil. When you talk about frying, you're talking about canola and vegetable oil. Canola. Which usually. is a, yeah, that might as well be in an F-350 diesel. That stuff <laughs> is a death sentence. Now, they, you do it because- they say now corn oil is better? No, oil is terrible. I don't care what anybody says. Corn oil, vegetable oil. But olive oils, you know, I find it's okay. just too expensive to. It's it is it is too expensive because if you, for five bucks you can do it, but you'll go through it quickly. Now, but the thing is that I'm frying, you know, in that much oil. That and much the oil is that big. So, and I turn it over, and I don't cook them 100 percent through. Right, you let I them put sit. them in. I put them you in. You let a, them gang up like penguins, and they right, heat themselves and, and they, up. Exactly, and, and then the all the sauce. crap drips to the bottom, and then you could drain them out and. Yeah, or you use it in the sauce to really give it an significant oh, dense flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to dry out the meatball. God, no. You want to slow then, cook you it. you know, give it to the dogs. Right, and you cover They'll it when it. you cook it, right? You cover them when you cook them? Uh, or no. No, no, no. you leave it open. No, yeah, because, you know, I see You don't want them to get ground. soggy. Right, and I turn them over. Because that water will hit the top of the thing and bounce back down. Exactly. And it just turns into a river. It's yeah. gross. Ugh. But the idea that... Now, you said you do vegetable. I have kind of changed the rhythm of it a little bit. Okay. Instead of using, uh, instead of using what do you call it, canola, canola oil and manufacturer oils, which are terrible for you, I have resorted to using olive oil because you don't have to use a lot. Or right. you using, can bake them. Or, no, butter. Pe- people. Butter. 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 Number one, butter is healthier for you. And number I two, use very little and because butter with butter you can get a crispier edge, just like you can with the canola oil or the vegetable, you can get a crispy edge because you want to have a layer around that meatball. Butter. Yeah. I Try have it. to think about that. Experiment. Okay. Go have a little. And actually, I plan on make. Well, I'm going to make. Have a little. Have a little wine party session in the kitchen and try <laughs> some in, in butter. Now, if you want, really want to get batches. If you really want to get ridiculous and maybe piss off a couple uh, animal activists. You can also go with duck fat. Holy shit, look out. Ho- duck fat is insane because that puts a crispy edge on nothing I've ever seen God, before. God, I would give for some duck. 
I have two ducks living next door. Quack. Duck fat. When you do, when you fry a meatball in duck fat, you can't understand. When you just bite into a regular meatball, go to your regular fake Italian place, have a meatball, and then have one cooked for you in duck See, fat. See, I won't eat a meatball any place other than home because I don't know. Because what's we in know it. what we're doing. Well, that and I don't know what's in it. That's also true. That's that's my primary thing. I don't know what's in it. I don't know if they put breadcrumbs in it. What, or now, they, you or used to fried. do that, though. You used to put breadcrumbs or breading in that. Bread. Now, why did you switch out? And how were you able to overcome not having that, that moistness within the meatball? I Because I use gluten-free bread. So you do use a breading in it still? Yeah, it depends on what I have in the house. But if you don't, but you, don't, you can go without and still make a dense... And like, it's got to have either breadcrumbs or bread. It has to? See, yeah, I would argue against because it. Because I'm using a dozen eggs. Right, but it doesn't dry out. Oh, because it, you're trying it, to hold it together. Got to hold I it I don't together. use as many eggs. Uh, okay. I like my fluffy meatballs. Well, they no, got, you got no a, argument you, there. When you bite into it and, you know, it dribbles down your face. And, mm, yeah. Mm, and, yeah. Looks like a... Um, so, <laughs> no, I, no, I do agree that okay. the breadcrumbs do allow the meatball to hold water and it keeps it together, but I think that with the... I think originally they used the bread to stretch it more back in the olden days. Use what you got. Yeah. Uh, well, if you had only a pound and a pound and you were feeding a family of 10... There is another method, too. Yeah. I don't use it a lot, but I found it to be quite good. Yeah. And is instead of using breading or trying to stretch out the amount of meat that you have within the meatball, you can go with beans. You can use black beans. You can use red beans. You can use cannellinis, great northerns. And it actually, even Sorry. if you don't like them, it actually works, and it produces a different. It the flavor is not bad. I'm not a bean person. Give, give me Bush's baked beans. That's my extent. Of what? Beans. What? You just not a fan of the the flavor in general, or I just don't like the texture in my mouth on beans. Well, it's no, no, no. En- encompassing like beans with the ground and ground meat, not just beans. Uh-uh. Okay. Sorry, you're just not that nope. type. No. Nope. See, this is the old. This is the old school coming out right yep. here. This can't do it. But can you make? Can you make a meatball tender without – I think you can if you go the butter route because, remember, you're using canola oil, which focuses mostly on the outside, right. the peripheral which of the meatball. Which is exactly what I want. Whereas olive oil can get – olive oil or butter can get inside the meatball which keeping I don't need. it juicy. Which I don't need it because they're juicy enough with the Breadcrumbs. With the eggs. With the eggs. Yeah. So the question is like – is because is, if you use too many eggs, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. If you don't use it enough, there's a dry – so it you have to be. find that happy medium to kind of keep them kind of... That's why my recipe is top secret. Oh, yeah, you were just willing to send me the freaking <laughs> the Enigma code just 10 minutes ago there. I'll send it to you because you're family. Yeah. Heads you up know? there, U571. Right. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to, to close... So, okay. So, yeah. And to close up, speaking of U5, heads up, I did just watch another submarine movie. So if you're into watching submarine movies, uh, Hunter Killer with Gerard Butler. Is actually a pretty good one, too. I actually saw that, and I was yeah. almost going to watch it, but I didn't because I wasn't in the mood for something so... Submarine-y? Morbid. <laughs> it's not morbid. It's it actually is. like an action thriller but wasn't movie. That, is that based on a true story? <laughs> no, nothing Gerard Butler does is based on a true story. Well, 300 was. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. It was 300, sorta. That's what yeah. it should have been called. It's like 300... That yeah. and uh, what was the other sh- movie he was in? Olympus Has Fallen? No. Um, he did the one with the, about the criminal justice system. What was too. the Ger- he did Gamer, which will probably come true. Gerard Butler, where, yeah, wasn't he the one where he ended up being? 
He had the the wife and the kid. They killed. Yeah. Uh, Matt Alfred Justice. What's the matter with me? Jamie Foxx was in it. No. J- no, this was ancient history. Um, shit. Why can't I remember it? He was in it? Oh. I think uh, it was Gerard Butler. You think? He, he was. Um, he was oh, Leonidas? That was 300. That was 300. Yeah. No, this was not 300. I don't know. We'll have to go. To, well, wait, hold on. It was, gr- the, it was Greece. Let me go, Ancient Greece. Look, let me go to, we'll close out on, let me go to IMDb and we'll look up. We're going from meatballs to ancient Greece. Right. We'll close out. Well, they're kind of the same thing. Greece to Greece. What's, <laughs> let me look up Gerard Butler. I'm doing good here. I'm pretty sure it was Gerard Butler. So let's Butler. look up Gerard Butler. There he is. What a handsome son of a bitch. Okay. All right, we'll close out. We'll look at And his... I think it was like the first real good movie that he made. Uh, let's see. Let me go back to when he started kicking around. God, he's been around a while. Yeah, he has. He was in Tomorrow Never Dies, Fast Food. Let's see. One more kiss. Mr. Mrs. Brown. Hold on. Dracula 2000. I don't think you saw that. God. Um, Attila, The Jury, Reign of Fire. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. No. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Timeline, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, there you go, Ma. Uh, Beowulf, nope. 300, King Lion, Shattered, P.S. I Love You. Don't think that was it. Rock and Roll, nope. Nims Island, Ugly Truth. Maybe it was a different actor then. Probably. Gamer, Law Abiding Citizen, Bounty Hunter, Coriolanus. That was a terrible remake. Chasing Mavericks, Olympus Has Fallen, Gods of Egypt, which tanked. Uh, and then Geostorm. That was a silly movie. I guess movie. it wasn't a Gerard Butler. Nah, I don't think it was Gerard Butler, Ma. Sorry. Uh, um, Phoenix was in the movie. Joaquin he, Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix was the, the bad emperor. Oh, you that's that's Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Jesus okay. Christ, Mom. I get Mom. the two of them mixed up. Uh, you should take some memory pills. You need to take some alpha brain. That's what you need to do. You need to, that's, that'll, there There's you go. too much up there. It gets confused. All right. We just did an hour and three minutes. Okay. We, we, we fucking, yeah. Good job, pupper. Good All right. Boy. You can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. Bye. I'll be back by phone. Um, you can find me on TikTok. You can also find Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. If you have questions or comments or concerns, you can email me uh, hate mail, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. And you can't have my meatballs. If you have questions recipe. or methods about meatballs, you can hit, hit me up in my DMs or whatever. No dick pics, please. Uh, thank you for stopping by. This will be up all the iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, <laughs> Podcast Addict. Uh, even Podbay, I just checked, we're on there too. Anywhere where podcasts are available, you can find the streamy. Support in any way, shape, or form, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Uh, there we go. That, that's about it. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. I will talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio, this has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
Com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positive sarcasm.com slash donate.